Hello and welcome to another episode of An Engineer and a Rabbi Walk into a Podcast. I'm Nat Lokshan, the engineer. I'm Rabbi Daniel Raven, the rabbi. And yes, we luckily we didn't walk into a bar because it's illegal at the moment to walk into a bar. So we at least walked into a podcast, which I think they haven't yet added to the rules of restrictions. So we're still good. Please God, we can keep recording. It's some of the only, only social um, interaction I get. So it's good to be on the... Uh, on the receiving end of a conversation with you, Rabbi. Well, likewise, Nat. It's really great to chat to you. And um, I hope all the, the listeners are doing well, wherever you might be in this holy world of ours, whether you're with us here in Melbourne or in New South Wales or who knows, perhaps overseas as well. Um, we we are continuing our lockdown. So that's there's not much has changed on that front and lots of emotion in the community. But today, Nat, I thought we would... You know, obviously, as you know, that I've uh, got a couple more months as the rabbi at South Caulfield Hebrew Congregation, and I'm moving on to North Caulfield, to Caulfield Hebrew Congregation. So I'm going from South to North. Um, and, you know, obviously, there's a lot to ta- talk about when you make big transitions in life, you know, and how, how the emotional impact of that is on you and how do you make decisions when you want to move and what factors do you take into account? I mean, there's already been a couple of months since I announced that I would be moving myself and, and Rebbit and Sarah and our family. And it was interesting, the feedback we got at the time, which is, I guess, a good starting point to look at. And, you know, a lot of people were obviously congratulating us and happy for us. But then a lot of people were saying like, oh, we, why are you moving? You know, what's, what's more attractive down that side, you know? And I'm not going to go into get into specifics necessarily as to what particular reasons made us want to take the position. But I think it's worth chatting about you know, how do you make, you know, what, what, what is a person looking for in life when they want to move to another career? Is it money? You know, is money the be all and end all? Is it the environment? Is it the impact of the things that you can achieve? Now, for me, as I said, I'm not going to get into too many specifics, but really it's more about, I felt where, where does a person have the biggest impact that they can have on the world around them? I think as certainly as Jews, we believe we come to this world for a purpose, for a reason. And I think we've got to keep asking that question, where am I fulfilling my goal, my destiny, my, you know, my art, my being, my creation, you know, the fact that Hashem created me, um, where can I achieve that in the most effective way? Of course, at the same time, looking out for those closest and nearest and dearest to you. So, I mean, I don't know, how is it out there in the business world, Nat, obviously in the corporate world, you're not necessarily in the, in, you know, Wall Street type world, but you're in, you're in a, you're in a corporate company, you know, and how, how do they poach? How do they look for new talent? Is it driven by money? What is it? What are people looking for these days? I, I follow quite a number of um, workplace psychologists and they post a lot about this and what work is and, and the old um, view of what is a job and what you're looking for is, you know, the salary and the title of the role. And that that's back when now 2021, everyone's looking for work-life balance or whatever you want to call it people have different names for it what does that company mean for you are you having an impact are you having a positive impact are you just grinding out in a business so that you can make something you know 20 percent faster or make that much more ad revenue are you actually in a business that's impacting the world changing you know focusing on social injustice climate change that sort of thing there's there's a lot of things out there in the world and a lot of things that people need to weigh up now post-COVID or still within COVID 
the remote working is is popping up so people can be Australia or or in the U.S. rural um, or in city centers, they can live where they want based on family, friends, etc., and and potentially work where they want. So the way I look at it, and you know, thinking about where you are in your current job and where you want to go, you say you want to look for impact. Maybe my job and what I'm doing is not so impacting, but in the corporate world. Moving jobs, I feel, should be based on a pull factor, because where you are currently, there might be things going on. You might not be working well with your boss, or something like that. Not getting anywhere, so that's sort of a, a push factor of why you'd want to leave that company. Yeah. But but to make the right choice and to move to a a new role, you want to look for those pull factors of why why do I want to be in that position? Why is that going to be better for me for my family for that company all that sort of stuff and so there's no one one thing and you know a a good salary is always reasonable but you've got to balance the good salary with who how you're going to feel in that in that company you don't want to be pushed away from somewhere because you're frustrated then you'll just get you'll take the first job that comes along but you want to be pulled to the right sort of job I think that's spot on. I mean, I know that uh, what you said really resonates because, you know, there's two ways that you can leave a job. One is you leave because you're not happy somewhere. And as you said, if that, if that occurs, then you're going to just take the first thing that comes your way. The second is to leave when you're really happy, but there's something pulling you. And I like that description, you know, and I, um, I certainly felt in my particular case, not, not to get into too, too many specific details, but I think, um, you know, leaving a place where you are happy and where you have feel like felt like you have achieved a lot it's not an easy decision to move and it has to be a really strong pull factor to want the person to to move from such an environment but i it takes me to a, a religious well a, a, a known saying in talmud which is it in itself is a very questionable statement on face value but it says bishvili nivra olam which means for me the world was created and it sounds like a very arrogant type statement, you know, the world was created for me. I mean, how, how could Judaism teach such a egotistic perspective, you know, like I should walk around, but really it's not to be seen in that light. It's really suggesting that when it says the world was created for you, it means you have now the ability, the world is ready for you to have the effect that Hashem wanted you to have the effect on that world. And the world is not going to be the same now or forever if you don't do the, the thing that you're supposed to do. And I think that's, it's a very high demand on anyone you know how do we know what what that means and it could be simply be you know i've brought children into the world and i've made you know i'm, I'm raising those children to be mentors to be to be kind caring considerate human beings that could be your purpose it could be you you wrote a book it could be you've done but i think we've got to continuously ask ourselves the question am i fulfilling the edict of bishvilini Olam? and i think maybe you can even put that into categories there might be aspects of your family life that you want to see have i made a difference in my family life have i made a difference in my workspace, in my communal space, because it's you know life is not one-dimensional. There's many dimensions to our existence, to our to the things that we do, the influence that we give to others. And I know that uh, you know obviously if you can try and look at all of those in one factor and say my my career, my job, my calling in life is is being I'm being pulled in a particular direction, which is going to you know appease and bring greatness to all of the areas of my life. That's obviously the the best case scenario where, where what you're doing does influence your family, does influence 
your mission in life and you feel accomplished. You know? I, I like what you said there. And I want to build on what it means to be fulfilled and have the right impact in 2021. I don't know however many years ago, but your job was your life. That's where you went, went, that's what money you earned and that's sort of what defined where you could live, et cetera, et cetera. The way that the internet has taken us has opened so many doors where you can have a corporate job or have you know a salary and you can do so much more things on the side if you want to. The, the world is not closed. Yes, you need access to internet. Yes, you need a computer. And those things might be difficult for people. But the, the hurdles to get in to start a podcast such as this one or becoming a creator, um, starting a website, selling things locally, it's amazing what more we can do in the world than just have a one salary, one job. Like if you if you need to find that other um, impact, if you have a calling, there's so many ways that anyone, I put in air quotes because there are certain hurdles of um, electricity, internet, computer access, so I don't wanna rule out anyone, but it's so easy to set up a podcast like I've done with you that if you want to have different impacts, if you want to have other things sort of delighting your brain um, in the after hours when you finished working um, at your nine to five job or whatever it is, I'm, I'm really enjoying the opportunities that are out there. And, you know, personally, I've dabbled in um, uh, starting a, a website to look at different podcasts and what's going on, commenting on them. I know there's many things on there. So if anyone listening wants to go to the website, so it's um, trycandor.com, T-R-Y-C-N-D-R.com. It, it hasn't cost me anything to set that up. You know, you buy a domain, a little bit of hosting and open software and away you go. And I think that that really is resonating with me and, and people who are out there who might be stuck in a job that's pushing them, but they ha they're not finding any pull factors to another job. Like there's nothing on the door. There's, there's opportunity online in the web and all the, the new creator economy that I really think that people can have the impact that they want in the world, but they don't necessarily need to find that in their, in their day job, basically. No, but what you're saying is, is really, really spot on. I think, as you said, you know, life is no longer just one dimensional. You know, you don't have to feel like I can only achieve just what my job is letting me achieve. And even within your job, like you said, you know, there's different ways to get involved. You know, you might decide at my workplace, I want to, I want to help with the environmental impact that our company's having. So even within your limited space that you might feel like, well, I'm so limited. All I do is, you know, I go to nine to, nine to five and this is my only job. But in that space, you could, you know, you know, when the company has particular days where they might go do a campaign about, you know, stopping violence against women. There's so many different areas where you can have a voice that is not just limited to your particular skill set or the particular area that you work in. And I think, you know, that's probably another big draw card to someone who is considering, you know, moving to another workspace to see what other, you know, what does this space allow me to do in a much bigger space? I mean, I love... Obviously, as a rabbi, I think we've spoken about this. Either I can't recall if we've spoken about it off, off air or on air. But, you know, I, what I love about my job is that it's so multi-dimensional. There's youth, kids, elderly, 
there's good occasions, there's difficult occasions. And then within that, I also volunteer like to be a police chaplain. So it's a whole different gear which gets shifted and I go off to, you know, to, to uh, help Victoria Police in their, in their well-being. So I think, it's, I think it's a really important conversation and maybe we should even take this into another week because there's so much more to talk about it in terms of, in Hebrew, there's a term called sipuk hanefesh. I love that word, sipuk hanefesh. Sipuk hanefesh literally means that you've got basically goodness of, of your soul. You really just feel that you are accomplished. You're doing the right thing. And how many of us go to bed at night and feel, ah, oh, I feel like I've accomplished. I feel like I have sipuk hanefesh, my job, my family. And, you know, if the answer is I don't feel sipuk hanefesh, then you've got to get up the next morning and see how do I make myself get sipuk hanefesh. You can't just sit back. It's not going to come on its own. Um, and I think these have to be all the factors that you put into your mind at the end of the day when you do want to take the decision to change course, to change direction, to move. Um, and so, yeah, I think that was really a, a big factor. I mean, another whole area to this discussion, which we were, we're not going to get into today, is the emotional connection you make with people and how hard it is to sever those relationships and to and to move on, you know. Um, but that's more of like a psychological talk which we can have. And I'll have to... I'll have to uh, you know, see how it pans out in the next couple of months and see how difficult, much more difficult it gets as we get closer to leaving. But I mean, in your, in your space, time-wise, just one more interesting angle I wanted to ask you, obviously in the rabbinic world, it used to be, you know, a rabbi would join a congregation and would be there for 25, 30 years. It's no longer the case necessarily. I mean, I hope my next congregation, I'll be there at least 10 to 15, 20 years, God willing. But in the work, in your, in your space, Nat, I don't think, you know, it's rare to have long-time positions these days, isn't it? I think there's different companies and different roles. I personally, I've been um, in my same job for over 11 years, which is quite rare, but, yeah. well, not rare. It's just different. So in corporate jobs, sort of a two-year stint at a place is a good time frame. So you can get in there, get adjusted, make an impact, and then you can... Um, you can find another job two to five years um, is, is sort of more common. Some people go in for less than a year and they're basically chasing money. So, you know, if you're, you're in a job for less than a year, what impact do you have? Um, but then, you know, I'm, I'm personally in the company and, and there are many out there that once you get in the people, the culture, the impact that you have in your day-to-day -day job means that there aren't, aren't too many jobs out there that are, have a bigger pull factor. You know, if, if you go in day to day and you look forward to work, you look forward to um, the people in the office and, and you actually get some um, satisfaction about the work that you're doing, that you're actually impacting people's lives, those sorts of companies um, have people that are there for 20, 30, 40 plus years. And, yeah. and which is, which is rare, but, you know, do you want a company that has people that never move and therefore you've always got the same people, they love the company, they love what they're doing, but you're not getting a fresh pair of eyes, you're not getting um, new thoughts through the door? Or do you want a company that the longest someone's been there has been five years and most people are two? There's, I don't think there's, a, there's an answer and depends on the business, but those are some things to take into, into account that you want, to, you want to have new people come in. And I was listening to one podcast and when you hire an executive, you don't want to pull them down 
to what your company does and teach them how you do it in your company. If you bring someone in, you're obviously hiring them for their for who they are, and you want the company to rise to meet them and expand in that different way. And and so changing jobs and changing might be difficult. It might um, be hard if you have that emotional connection, but it might be good for you and it might be good for the company or or the congregation what you're looking for. So with every every change, there's an opportunity. I love it. That's probably the best way to sum it up. With every change, there is an opportunity. And I think, you know, um, companies are definitely trying. I think, you know, at least you see it in some of the big corporates like the Googles. They, they really want to make work an experience. It's, you know, you a lifestyle, a, a community. Um, and I think the more that you feel that in a job, then I guess the more you're going to be motivated to do things, to, to feel like you want to stay there. Um, yeah, so look, if you guys have any feedback for us, we'd love to hear if you've had a job change um, in the recent months or years. Tell us what motivated you to, to move. How was the transition? Do you feel that it was a good move? Are you looking to move again? Any sort of feedback that you can email through to us, I'd love to just uh, read it and maybe next time when we meet, we can just see if any feedback has come in and, uh, and just address it. But from here, next next time we're on air, we'll, uh, we're not going to decide just yet what our topic is because we like to sort of feel it, the energy that's happened in the, in the world around us um, and current events in our own lives, in the communal lives. So, um, yeah, just look forward to chatting again to you, Nat, when we're back on air. And as I said, uh, and I've always said, I wish you all of you well and good health and uh, all the best. And... Um... After our, our chat last time, I put up a website, podcast.trycandr.com. I'll put it a link in the show notes. Um, anyone can go there, fill out their name and their details if they want to join our community and they want to chat to us offline or between the podcasts. Um, and it's, you don't want to just email our email that's also linked in the, um, in the podcast, then feel free to go to that website um, put in your details and we'll start growing the community. Fantastic. Have a wonderful day, Nat. You look after yourself, look after your family and uh, best wishes to everyone. Sounds good. Thanks, Rabbi.